Hello and welcome to Relaxed Mel, a podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host, Brian, and I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. Hey guys, hello and welcome to Relax Mill. All right, so as you can tell, we've changed things up just a little bit again. I am back in the truck this week. I ran out of time. I had a tree fall over uh, last Saturday and uh, got sidetracked with with it and then had other things. So I didn't get my podcast recorded when I normally like to on the weekends. So I wasn't in the studio. I'm here in the truck. And so that's where we are. Anyhow, so we're talking this week about how men talk to each other. There's a little bit, of, I've ran into a couple of discussions about how men need to change the way they talk, the way they communicate with other people. And no, we don't. <laughs> that's, that's just it. As well, as a matter of fact, the world needs to understand that uh, men talk in a particular way. And if you want to have effective communication, you really want to make sure that you speak like a man. Now, women, you can do this too. I'm not, but men are known for speaking in particular ways. And sometimes people view that way as being really harsh or aggressive or very matter of fact or very, and me and the wife have often had discussions and she's often tried to tell me, it's like, it's not that cut and dry. In all reality, yeah, it is that cut and dry. The only reason that you're not seeing it as being that cut and dry is because you want to try to add some other little factors in there. And those factors are on one side or the, of the other of yes or no. And so it's me and the wife do have a, a quite a few discussion, uh, d- discussions and, and talks and things like that. And she often is <laughs> pointing out, I was like, you just like to argue. And you, I then likes to talk about how I'm in the, uh, in the wrong profession, I should be uh, I should be a lawyer since I like to argue so much. And eh, maybe maybe so, maybe not. But it's it's always been a argue arguing discussions, however you want to phrase it. That's just one of the things that is often enjoyed with and how you build a uh, build a. A community, build an understanding, build a relationship. You gotta have, you don't want somebody who uh, agrees with you all the time. And so, yeah, you're gonna have dis- disagreements. You're gonna have discussions. You're gonna be airing your sides and you're gonna be hearing the, uh, the other side and you're gonna uh, uh, disagree with that and state out your reasons as to why. Now, guys talk though in many different ways. And some of the ways that a lot of those who don't understand, I don't understand. I don't want, don't know if there's just strictly, I'm going to call them just straight up feminist because that's how I honestly see them. A lot of times they, you'll have, uh, even male men who are, are describe themselves as feminist. And I've seen a lot of people who talk about that. And so I'm just, I'm going to kind of lump them into that, whether that's what they are or not. A lot of them are probably actually more along the lines of being nice guys and they are feeling left out. 
And that's honestly the reason why I wanted to bring the, this main one up is just to kind of point out why nice guys communicate, nice guys when they're communicating, why they fail so darn much because they have an ineffectual, uh, have a misunderstanding as to how men communicate, how men talk, how men, um, share their ideas. Now, one of the big things that, especially if you pay attention to men when we're in a group, one of the biggest things about how men communicate and why, and something that a lot of women don't understand and some, a lot of nice guys don't understand is we like to talk trash. And I mean, if you're not, no matter whether you're on a basketball court or you're in a construction zone, uh, construction site on an oil field site, it doesn't matter. You get a bunch of guys together. They're going to talk trash. They're going to, they're going to say, just something different. And a lot of people want to just say it's an American thing, but it's not. I've actually sat around and I didn't understand much of it, but my, my, uh, very little Spanish that I actually know, I was kind of was able to pick up or, and at least just understand through the tone. You know, even I, you see a bunch of Mexican guys hanging around there with each other. They're trash talking each other. They're, they're, you know, they're rubbing each other. Uh, nose and, and whatever their screw up was. And there you hear, I get, you know, and all the size and everything else. And so, you know, it's, it is a common thing across all cultures. Men like to talk trash to each other. They, we will give each other hard times. We will, you know, we'll, we'll rub their nose and whatever the screw up is. We'll rib them a bit. It's, it's just normal. And there's a reason why. Us guys like to do that. And that's because ribbing, teasing, however you want to place it, is good for us. It is actually good for men to actually have little put-down jokes, sit there and throw around yo mama jokes and things like that. These are all part of a, a rite of passage for men. Now, a lot of times you will see this happen the most when there is a new guy that gets introduced into the, to the, uh, end of the team. If uh, a lot of times, like in a fire department, they will really test somebody, especially if like the fire chief's son joins up into the, into the house and the guy, and they're going to find out, is this guy here just strictly on his dad's name or on his own merit? And the way guys find that out is by cutting jokes and doing little put downs and things like that. And they do this, they put these, these little tests out there, and that's kind of what they are. They're just little tests to see, is this guy cut, cut from the right cloth? Is he going to be reliable when the proverbial fit hits the shan? If, if it gets real, are we going to be able to trust him or is he going to just break down and ball? And so they, they're not going in and they're not being, you know, mean and calling them, you know, dirty words and, and calling them horrible names and things like that. They're just, you know, it may be a little, maybe a, a, a nickname that is annoying. And if it shows, if you show emotion around the guys about a particular nickname being annoying, boy, that nickname is going to stick. And nicknames are just, again, a way of, be, of men being able to, uh, build a bond. That is a way of teasing. But at the same time, testing, all right, if we say something that we know is going to get under his skin, is he still going to be reliable or is he going to just throw up his hands and say, screw you and pout and see if he can go someplace else? Uh, 
if you can't cut the mustard, you're going, you know, you're not going to be happy and you're not going to hang out with the team. But if you're jumping right in there and you're dishing out as many put downs as they're throwing at you and you're doing it in a good sense of humor, then you're going, you're going to be accepted a hell of a lot faster into the, into the group, into that particular click than if you, you know, you sit there and you're like, and, and whine about it. So it shows that when you're, when you are actually taking the time to, to go through and if you sit back and watch the whole, whole dance, you see that it helps, you know, first uh, helps the, the other guys know and come to understand what the new guy is about. Is he, is he quick to temper? Is he, uh, a general fun loving guy? Is he laid back? Is he, uh, is he testy about his, about his shortcomings? Is, you know, we get to learn a lot about a guy as to how he reacts to a, to, to a, a, neat, a simple put down. Is he quick on, on his feet? Can he think on his feet quickly? If a guy throws out a, a, a one liner and the, the new guy whips around and zings one right back at him and gets everybody going, Oh, you know, that's, that shows, Oh man, that he's quick. He's fast. He can, he can think on his feet. That's good. He thinks outside the box. This is a guy we can, we can look at. We can trust. And that's, you know, they, that first one might be considered kind of a, a, you know, beginner's luck. So they may go off and try something, try a few more times down the road. And as long as that guy's still able to crank out a, a good one liner and put the, everybody back in their place. He's going to fit in just fine, and he's probably going to be ranking up there fairly high in the popularity scale. So building bonds, building building relationships, and if you're if you've been in a group for a while, and say you do something stupid and you screw up, you do a rookie mistake or whatever it is, you know you're going to get you're you're going to get ribbed, and if you're able to handle and swing with those ribbings. That just shows, hey, yeah, I know I screwed up. I, I'm, I'm, I did stupid. I, I heard the pop though. I successfully dislocated my head from my rectum. So I'm, I'm, you know, if you can hang and even after you've done something stupid and to your own chagrin, you can take the, take the ribbings. You're building that relationship up. So men trash talking each other is great for our relationships, great for the bonds that build, that builds relationships, reinforces those relationships. And when it comes to dads communicating with their boys, we do this also. We will give them ribbings. Yeah. And a lot of times the boy doesn't know how to handle it. You know, you may, he comes walking in one day and you notice that he's got uh, a little darker hair on, on his upper lip, a little peach fuzz there. You know, we talk, we'll, we'll joke around. It's like, Hey, come here, come here, grab, uh, drink, drink this, this glass of milk and drink the milk. And before he goes to wipe it off, he goes, no, 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 don't wipe it off. Wipe it off. Let me go find the cat to lick that off. You know, we give them hard times. We talk about, you know, we tease them about the, about the, the facial hair and, and things like that. And some people are like, Oh, you don't shouldn't be teasing them. You're ruining your self esteem. No, dude, we're not hurting the self esteem. We may be bruising it a little bit, but and we may be, you know, bruising that ego a little bit. And that's good. You need to have a bruised ego from time to time. It helps you stay a little bit more humble, but it also shows, you know, 
dad's talking to me like that. And so when, and if he knows that dad talks to him like that and dad's still acts like he loves him is not, you know, grossed out by, you know, he's not, um, uh, not grossed out, but, uh, you know, not dissuaded, doesn't want to, doesn't care for him anymore. And understands that dad still is around, still has his back, even though he's given a hard time. He gets, the boy actually gets around to understanding that, Hey, I can, uh, I can actually, uh, that's, I can expect that. And the guys, when they tease you like that, they te- uh, tease you and give you a hard time and, and talk trash because they care about you. They want you to want to accept you into the group, but they have to know that you're going to be able to handle it. And so that's why, sadly, moms have a hard time understanding that. It's like, oh, you're damaging his ego. You're damaging himself. You're psychic and mentally. You're going to give him a, 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 you know, a complexion and stuff. And it's like, no. No, he may be a little, he may be a little embarrassed about whatever it is. I mean, you're not getting, don't want to go off and tease him about, you know, something he has no control over. If he's got a stutter, yeah, you don't want to sit there and go, junior. you don't want to do stuff like that. You want to, but, but you want to make sure that you let him, you let him know that when he's being human and he gets teased, that it's okay that he's t- being teased, that he's actually is going, should expect to get teased for being, for doing something goofy. So how, besides for talking trash, how do men talk? Well, we talk to each other directly real men when we're talking we talk in a very direct manner that's one of the things you'll notice you know you're if you guys if you ever sit down with your wife or your girlfriend and they you it's talking oh so why was your day oh it was good i went and we uh did this one project got it done out of the way and then went over to uh the new location and got set up for tomorrow he asked wife, so how was your day? Oh, well, we went over here and we did this and now we had a really good conversation about yada, yada, yada. And we go into detail about what the conversation was and how, what one said and the other said. And then we come around and we go over to the, uh, uh, then once we got finished going to that store, we went over to, you know, like Hobby Lobby and we looked and saw this really cool canvas, uh, that they had canvas design that they had and then we looked and saw them and they had a lot of new pit flowers that were available and i thought these you know and they go on into such detail and guys are just like oh okay went to the grocery store went to hobby lobby oh ah, went to went to eat and you know all the rest of the detail really isn't that important. If we find that we need more information, then we'll usually turn around and we'll ask that that defining information. But you know that's just be, that's a difference between how men and women talk. We talk very directly. We say what the actual point is, and then we carry on. And while you know, sadly, it's not sadly, but how women. That's one of the difference, differences between men and women. Women want to know, well, he doesn't talk to me. Yeah, he said the whole day, what he did this whole day. If you want to know some more, ask. And so we, because we're not, we just get to the point. <laughs> Watch guys when they go to the store. They go right to the bread aisle, right to the checkout or we go right to the, to the, or if we need to get stuff for sandwiches, you know, we go to the, the condiment, we grab the mayonnaise and we go over to the, uh, 
to the cold uh, deli and we grab the cold cuts and then we go to the go to the dairy and we grab our cheese and we go swing over to the, we just make a big old beeline we try to go make it as short and quick as possible that's a little different between me and my wife my wife's the one that likes to go wink in out of uh, if it's at walmart she goes in she goes out she's done and i'm the one that kind of wants to go over and look and see what's happening over in the outdoor sports er- sportsman area and then from there you know mosey over to the electronics and see what movies are uh, they've got which movie section has shrunk to, to something crazy and then maybe i'll go over and grab uh, then i'll start grabbing the groceries but you know you gotta kind of do a little walk around check out see what's in the automotive maybe there's something in there new type of dash cleaner that you like and so we there's we i i like to wander around my wife because it's walmart doesn't but anyhow so we do have a primary, men have a primary form of communication. And this often is the separator, uh, distinct separator between a man and a nice guy. And that is because men talk in an assertive uh, form of communication. Now, there's four different types of communication. There is passive, aggressive, passive aggressive, and assertive. And they each are different. Passive is the well, it's just whatever you want. We're not going to, we're going to really beat around the bush. If you're a passive talker, you know, it's like, you, you know what I'm saying type of stuff where you, you just kind of him and haw and you, you never actually state what actually needs to be stated. You're just kind of, you want to let it, let it be open to them. So to the other person to interpret so that you can make sure that you are making them happy. You're not going to say anything outrageous or anything like that because, you know, you don't know whether that person's going to, how they're going to react to your, to your, 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 your comment. And so you're very passive in how you talk. Then you've got the nice guy who has got, uh, fed up with the fact that he can't control people long. So he turns into the assertive jerk. And so you have the nice guy. It was still just a grown boy, but he's now mad at the world. And so he's going to talk uh, aggressively. And he's, that's the one who you're going to do this and you're going to do it my way. If you don't like it, you can leave and bugger, big it. And, and it's, and it's very angry and it uses a lot of fear and a lot of uh, scare tactics to try to get the person to, to do what he wants, what the, the aggressive communicator wants. Then there's the passive aggressive guy, which is, also, normally a kind of a, a, a way of communicating for, um, for the nice guy who is just really starting to become, uh, the pissed off jerk. And that is the guy who goes, well, all right. I mean, you can if you want, but uh, you know, if you, if you don't want my help, then I guess you won't have my help and I'll just go off on other things and you'll be real petty in your communication. So. There are many different, uh, many different examples of guys and how they, how they talk. But the, uh, the assertive guy is the guy who makes the statement of what needs to be done. He lays out what needs to be done. He is okay with 
people coming up going, I, I can't do that. And he's la- willing to lay down. An assertive talking person will actually lay down what his boundaries are. I'm not going to do that because that's going to cause me to have to be four hours late getting home. And then I get home and I'm not going to have many time to spend with the kids. I'm not doing that. And he's willing to say what he is and is not able to do. And we will deal with the ramifications of that as it's after it's said. And he doesn't, a, a man doesn't care if he hurts his boss's feelings. He doesn't care if he makes the boss mad. He's going to stand for his boundaries and set those boundaries and stick to those boundaries. And so you will make your statements. And I heard a couple really good examples whenever I was over in Arkansas, because you heard uh, the uh, the guy who actually created it, Matt, uh, he was talking to Rich, the other guy who, uh, who helped create the uh, Operation Tears of the 22 off the hardball event. And he was, Rich was up on the, uh, on the hill, uh, riding in the Jeep and Matt, it was getting close to time for, uh, things to start up. And Matt called him up and was like, Hey, where you at? And Rich replied, is like, Oh, I'm, uh, up on the hill. He's like, all right, well, you need you to start, need you to uh, get over here. All right. Well, I'll be there in five. Well, uh, I need you here in two. He laid out what the deal was, what the boundaries were. He made sure that everybody understood where what was expected. He didn't didn't him haw. He didn't say, you know, well, all right. Well, if you don't, you know what's going to happen to you. You know, he didn't talk like that. He didn't leave things up in the air. He Matt talked in a very matter of fact, distinct way, and it brought the results. And nobody was pissed off about it. That's one thing that nice guys always worry about is that they're going to make somebody mad if they talk to them in that way because they're going to be seen as a jerk. And But no, nice guys are the only ones, nice guys and feminists are the only ones who see assertive talking as being a jerk. When real women... They actually enjoy the fact that men talk to, talk to them in a, a direct fashion, also in a an assertive tone. You know, and that's one reason why the the assertive guy gets the girl a hell of a lot more than the nice guy. The nice guy might get the girl just out of out of uh, pity, and it doesn't last very long. But a not, but a an assertive man who states what he wants, he may go, "Hey, uh, going to go out to eat. You want to come with me?" It's like, "Yeah, where do you want to go?" Oh, I don't care. Okay, cool. And they take off to the steakhouse and may get to the steakhouse. You go, oh, I didn't want to eat there. It was like, well, you said you didn't care. And people will go, oh, well, that's all. You're kind of a jerk for doing it like that. It's like, no, he didn't. He, she said she didn't care. You've got buddies, guys. We do the same thing, especially if you got a whole bunch of nice guys. Oh, where you want to go? Oh, I don't care. It's like, all right, well, let's go grab a taco. Oh, man, I, I had tacos yesterday. I really am not in the mood for tacos. Well, where do you want to go? Oh, I don't care. I'm just hungry. Well, dude, you know, and we go around. We can. Us guys can go around. But if you, I've done that to guy friends, too. It's like, where do you want to go? Oh, I don't know. Okay, cool. Let's, uh, well, we're going to go grab Chinese. I don't want Chinese. Well, dude, you said you didn't know what you said you didn't care. So next time you'll care. So let's, we're grabbing Chinese. And so we'll climb in there and he'll go there. And once he gets finished eating, yeah, that was pretty good. So we have our forms of communication and that is means of talking in an aggressive people. Wait, now why people are, have such a problem? with uh with assertive talking is because one it 
can be viewed as intimidating. If they are somebody who is not sure with themselves, not sure on who they, uh, who they are and what they stand for, like a nice guy, and they have somebody talk to them in a very assertive manner, it becomes very intimidating. It's like, oh my God, this guy knows what he's wants. He's, he's not going to play my game. I'm, I can't talk around, talk circles around him. He states what it is and he knows, states what is expected of me. And how am I supposed to do that? I'm, that's just not fair. I can't do that. He's so mean. He's, he intimidates me. It also is. is often believed that when it comes to talking assertively, especially when it comes to boys, they a lot of people these days somehow decided that words suddenly have this magic power of, of doing damage to people. When I was growing up, we had the sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And it's still honest in all reality. It still is true. If you're a Harry Potter fan, you're going to know what this, what this word is. But if you go up to somebody, say you get, go outside, grab yourself a twig, run up to your wife and wave it around, point it at her and say, expelliarmus. Does she suddenly fly off the bed? No. Or maybe you try expelliarmus on her shirt. Does a shirt suddenly just fly off? No. How about if you say, what's the uh, uh, crucio, which is one of the forbidden uh, curses? So what happens then? Nothing. She's not all of a sudden, you know, you know, writhing in pain. She doesn't suddenly die if you were to go off, point a stick at her and say, habara um, kadavra. No, she's not going to suddenly die. You can point a stick at her and go, run in place. It's not going to do anything. Why? Because words have no power. All the word is, is a vibration created by, by your vocal cords and shaped by the tongue and, the, and your mouth. That's all they are. It's a vibration that we interpret as being a particular noise to meaning something. It has no power, but yet people want to say that words have power words have power no no words don't have a power they have meaning but the funny thing about meaning is that it can vary from person to person and that's one reason why when you're doing effective communication you're actually making sure the person understood the words you used in the proper context and you found that out by actually asking them, okay, so what did I just tell you? What, repeat back to me. And uh, this, 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 oh, no, 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 no. We want to flip that, you know, scratch that, reverse it. We're wanting, wanting that. So when it comes to communication, you want to make sure that you are talking in an assertive way. And that when you're not a nice guy or a recovering nice guy as I am, you find yourself going back into the, I'm going to beat around the bush a bit and, you know, try to talk in kind of more flowery way, beat around the bush kind of, and not talk very directly. And you can tell when you're hitting somebody who's not used to you talking like that. And they go, what? And so you, all right, all right, all right. I, I realize what you're doing. Okay. Say it directly. Shortest words, few as words as possible. Ugh, here, there, 
you know, say it like, you know, say it just short, concise, and as direct as possible, and you'll have a lot more uh, communication and a lot more interaction from people when you're actually being able to talk in a very direct manner. So, guys, with that, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to let you go. I want to thank you again for listening and uh, go ahead and uh, get this puppy wrapped up. If this is your first time listening to the show, man, I appreciate you listening. If you're listening on uh, Apple Podcast, go ahead and hit that uh, follow button. And then after you hit the follow button, hit that download button. That'll save you the uh, the aggravation of listening to it halfway through the show. And all of a sudden it drops because you found a dead zone. It's happened to me. It took me a little while to figure it out. And that's also one of the reasons why I'm, I'm over on Overcast because it goes ahead and it downloads. If you're on Overcast or any of the older, uh, platform, uh, podcast platforms, go ahead and hit subscribe and you'll get this podcast every Thursday downloaded onto your phone ready for you to listen to. Um, if you are on Apple, go ahead and I would be a great, greatly appreciated if you go to, uh, go and leave a rating review. If you are on a, uh, uh, on any other platform, whether it's, uh, uh, Android or what, go ahead and, uh, go over to, uh, relaxmail.com forward slash pod chaser, P O D C H A S E R pod chaser. And that'll take you over to the pod chaser page. And there you can leave a rating or review. And that would just help me out tremendously by showing everybody that, uh, so that I've got a little bit of, uh, got some people who are willing to review the show and that would, uh, just helps people understand that, Hey, I'm actually here doing stuff and that I, whether what I put out is actually good or not. It doesn't help with ratings at all. It's just, it just helps, uh, just helps other people to, to, to decide whether or not they actually want to listen to the show. Um, if you are needing help to stop being the nice guy, man, I would love to be able to help you. I've got uh, personal coaching ses- uh, packages that are available that will help you to, to work your way out of the the whole nice guy syndrome and to turn you into the masculine male and be able to command your your future as you want to want to see it. You can live your life on your terms. You can do that by going to relaxmail.com forward slash coaching. And that'll to get you over there. If you are wanting to just be able to level up your life on so many different uh, different levels, and you are wanting to work on your community uh, pillar, then you can also go to relaxmail.com forward slash brotherhood. That is my uh, exclusive group of men, men's group that actually is there to, where we all get together. We meet once a week. We talk about whatever the problem is. We, everybody jumps in and helps you out. It's not just a group coaching call and it, it is an actual mastermind. We operate on the mastermind principle discussed by Napoleon Hill and Napoleon Hill. Uh, yeah, Napoleon Hill <laughs> didn't sound right for the first time when I said it, but anyhow, so if you, if you uh, are interested in that, I would recommend going to relaxmail.com forward slash brotherhood, fill out the form, submit it. I'll give you a call. We'll talk it out, and we'll see where which uh, which group would be the best fit for you. So, guys, with that, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to let you go. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you next week. Until then, bye.